I love the fact that we're at an incredible church. For the last 21 days, so many people in our church have taken the challenge to fast. Um, and, and let me tell you something. There's probably not too many things in the world that's harder than fasting from food. Fasting from Facebook, yeah, we can do that. Fasting from food, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But so many of you guys took the challenge. We chose different fasts. That was between you and God. The different fasts that you chose. And for 21 days, Momentum Church has been seeking God and been saying to God, God, we humble ourselves before you. We believe that there is more and that if you're for us, who can be against us? And we believe, Lord, that, that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could even ask you, dream of, or hope for. And so we come empty-handed, thanking God for what he has done with our hands lifted up. But we come empty-handed because we're ready for God to just overflow our life and our church with some incredible blessings. God is so good. Um, Matt, you may kill me on this one, but uh, if I'm not here next Sunday, Matt, kill me. That's what happened. But, you know, one of those blessings for me that God has recently done in my life is uh, give me a friendship with a, with a guy named Marcus Lattimore. Marcus was here last week getting ready to go into the NFL draft and uh, talked to him in December, and he said, Tim, I, I just want, I just would like to make Momentum Church my home church while I'm in town. And uh, that's a blessing. And if that one's big enough, he's speaking on Easter Sunday. And uh, so you'll hear a whole lot more about it. It's kind of cats out of the bag now. But you know something? That came out of the blue. That came out of the blue. A phone call from a guy I'd never talked to before who said, hey, I live in South Carolina. My name's Paul Kinnamore. Can you call me back? And I called him back only to see what God has done, how God has set, setting us up for success. When God sets you up, you just go ahead and call somebody. When God, when God sets you up, you just go ahead and call someone, let them know. They, no one is like him. No one even comes close. And so all honor and glory belong to Jesus. We're thankful for what he's doing. I want to read a passage. As we sang that last song, the Lord just put on my heart that someone needs to hear this today has nothing to do with the message, has everything to do with his message. I want to read to you from Galatians real quick. Would you, after this passage, would you um, please stand? And, and there's someone here today, I don't know, it might just be one person, but one person is great. If it's just one person, you'll know who you are. We're singing that song, the Spirit of God just spoke to our hearts that someone needs to hear this. So I want to just kind of read a couple verses and then we'll get to uh, the message. I love this. It says, have some of you noticed that we are not perfect? Please just stop right there and go home. <laughs> Truer words never been spoken. Sarah's sitting on the same room saying, I know, I know Tim Payne. That's a true word right here. Right? No great surprise, right? Are you ready to make the accusation that says people like me who go through Christ in order to get things right with God aren't perfectly virtuous? Christ must therefore be an accessory to sin. The accusation is frivolous. Frivolous. If, if I was trying to be good, I would be re rebuilding the same old barn that I tore down. I would be acting as a charlatan. What actually took place is this. I tried keeping moving and working my head off to please God. And it didn't work. There's a testimony right there. 
So I quit being a law man so that I could be God's man. I stop right there and confess is good for the soul. My wife's uncle died this week, and uh, she flew into Tennessee and uh, took Gavin with her. He had his first plane um, flight. I got to talk to him right before he got on the plane, and he said, Daddy, Daddy, big planes, big planes. He's, he's my youngest, my two-year-old. And uh, then he said, that's, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> we put a picture out there on Twitter world, man. He just lit up like a Christmas tree right before that plane took off. But, but well, Steph was there. Um, and people were coming to pay their respects for her uncle. A guy that I went to high school with showed up. They were laughing. They talked for like an hour. And we all knew each other. Grew up in a youth group together. And he was talking. He's like, man, it's so cool what God's doing for you guys. And I see you on Facebook. And he said, man, I just got to tell you, though, Tim is totally different than he was in high school. He said, I remember Tim. Y'all laugh now. He said, I remember Tim getting in my face when we were in high school and telling me I needed to get Petra. I need to get that Petra music out of my life because I couldn't be right with Jesus and love Petra. And those of y'all know what I'm talking about. You just enjoy a good laugh there. But uh, evidently, I got up in his grill and told him, man, dude, that music don't please Jesus. You got to get rid of that stuff. We just need to have repentance right here, you know? And uh, and so I, they laughed and laughed. And he's like, man, I can't wait to come to Momentum. And Seth's like, yeah, that's not Tim anymore. And I Facebook, we laughed, I Facebook, and I said, man, the honest truth is, the honest truth is, I've been changed. I used to be alone. I used to try to be perfect. I used to try to keep everything, every T crossed, every I dotted. I tried to live, man, as unto the law. But I want to tell you something. I failed. But then I learned some good news, and the good news was Jesus got 100. And he got 100 because I came. And his 100 becomes my 100. If you understand what I'm saying, just go ahead and say amen. amen. So, I like that. Woo, whoever did it, thank you very much. I like that. If someone else was preaching, I'd have heard that, I'd probably go, woo, I'd probably do the same thing. But I copied the scripture, and I threw it out there on Facebook for Brian, and I said, man, this has become my testimony. This is personal to me. It said this, so I quit being a lawman so I could be God's man. Christ's life showed me how, and enabled me how to do it. I identified myself completely with him. Indeed, yes, I've been crucified with Christ. My ego is no longer central. It is no longer important that I appear righteous before you or have your good opinion. And I'm no longer driven to impress God. It's a happy day when you're no longer driven to impress God, when you realize you can't impress God. Only Jesus impresses God. And I love this right here. Christ lives in me. If you don't have Jesus, you need Jesus because Jesus is life. It's not just about heaven one day or heaven someday or when we die, you don't want to go to heaven. It's not about all that, just that. What it's really about is you need life today and he will infuse you. He will infiltrate you. He will overcome you with life. I love this. It says, the life you see me living is not mine. So guess what? I can't get a big head. Because what you see is not me. It's Christ in me. That's a message right there. It's Christ in me. And he says this. He says, the life you see me living is not mine, but it is lived by the faith in the Son of God. That's Jesus. His name is above every name. Who loved me. Jesus loves you today, and Jesus gave himself for me 
Jesus gave himself for you. If you don't know that, he looked deep into your life, deep into the mire, way into the sin. He saw the worst of the worst of my life and your life, and he said, I still choose you. I still love you. I still want you. Red Rover, Red Rover, let you come on over. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like preaching today. I get a lot. And then he says this. I love this. I love this. He says, he loved me, he gave himself for me, and I'm not going back on that. I'm not going back on that. I'm not turning back into a law man. I'm going to stay a grace man because it's amazing. It's amazing grace, and it reaches us just where we are. He says, is it not clear to you that go back to that old rule-keeping, peer-pleasing religion, that that would be an abandonment of everything personal and free in my relationship with God? Man, I refuse to do that, to repudiate God's grace. If a living, phrase that pays, if a living relationship with God could come by rule keeping, then Christ died unnecessarily. That's good news today. And for whoever or whomever that was for, may you step out of law and may you enter into grace and may you realize that in Jesus Christ, in Jesus Christ alone, not in you not in your intentions, not in your good works, in Jesus Christ alone, God Almighty is pleased. Let's pray. We just go home right now. That's my short message. See if you would clap longer and louder. We may have just done that. I want the message number two now. You in for it? Let's pray. Jesus, we love you, Holy Spirit. We sense your presence. Thank you that where the Spirit of Jesus is, there is freedom. Thank you, Lord, that there's none higher, there's none greater, there's no one like our God. Lord, thank you that you call the stars out by name. Thank you that they sing to you. Thank you that this morning I heard birds singing to you, God. They are praising you. God, we want to fill this house with with praise and with laughter and with thanksgiving and with celebration because you are not dead like everyone else, Lord, that has gone before. You are alive and you are still in the healing business, God. There's not a sinner you cannot save. God, there's not someone hurt that you cannot heal. There's not someone broken that you cannot fix. There's not someone depressed that you cannot lift up out of the miry clay and set them upon a rock so that they can stand up strong and tall. God, there's no frown that you can't turn upside down. Your name is Jesus, and we love you today, and we worship you in your precious holy name we pray. Someone say amen. 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 You can be seated. Man, that's like a multivitamin for a preacher right there. Good night, son. Frankie said on the front row, just so you know, we're seven minutes behind this morning. That's like, you know, AKA, you need to preach shorter. That's, that's what that's equivalent for. But uh, that was awesome. You know, we'll see. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me this morning. I'm so excited, man. So many things going on. And, and before I jump into it, I just a quick shout out a couple of things. Number one, God's been so good to us. Bless us with a youth pastor and his dear wife, all the way, Jeremy and Jenny. All the way. All the way from LA. Yo, that's how it is. That's how we do it up in here. All the way from LA, man. That's awesome. From like a whole bunch of traffic to not so bad traffic, right? It's, it's a lot better here. We're so glad they're here, and we're so glad that God has blessed us. Every good thing is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. 
It's a good thing because we got students in the house and we got students outside of this house that need Jesus. And so today we're starting something we think we're going to call it epic and uh, because we believe God is about ready to do something epic in this community with young people. So we are so stoked. It's 4.30 to 7 if I'm not mistaken. If you're a teenager, if you have a teenager, if you know a teenager, you know, just go ahead and get them here. Not only are there going to be prizes and raffle for that mini iPad, it's pretty sick. But um, it, that movie is powerful, and it deals with everyday life for students. I love teenagers, man. I love them. I guess I should go like this instead of going like this. I love teenagers. I love teenagers. Teenagers go through a lot, and that movie will address so much of their world on so many different levels. Get them here. It's going to be great. I'm excited about that. But then I'm also excited about community groups coming up, man. I'm, I'm fired up about community groups. You know why? Because our maker is a maker who models community. I'm fired up about it because the wristband that I wear says Momentum Church. And inside are our three core values. Let me just give you a shout out. If you don't have a bracelet, it's free. Go pick one up over there afterwards. We want you to have one. We want you to wear it. We want you to become, to say I don't just attend Momentum. I am Momentum Church. That's a difference. That's, that's God's house. And I get the privilege to live there. And so we want you to get it. We have the three C's, man. We got commission that we're to go into the world and preach the gospel and make disciples of everyone, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's commission. We got compassion. That's love week. I'll talk about that in a second. And then we've got community. Community's the deal. And community groups are so important. I, my prayer for you, my goal for you, my desire for you is for every person within the sound of my voice here. To get plugged into a community group. When we launched, we said we're launching today. It's the 27th. We're going to launch signups. You say, well, I'm not ready. We don't know which one. Oh, well, that's fine. We're just starting signups today. And so we're going to take a couple weeks. We're going to give you an opportunity to sign up. Get in a community group. I'd rather you be in a community group than come here on Sunday morning. I want to talk about why today. That's a big statement. A lot of, you won't hear that a lot of places. But the reason is, is because as we grow larger, we must grow smaller. People go to church, they say, man, I love that church. You love that church. Man, that church changed. You know, then that church got too big. No one knows my name. And, and you don't feel apart. And that's not God's plan. God wants you to belong. Some people want to belong before they become a Christian. They want to know that this is a real deal. Man, I come and I got questions. Listen, you may be here today. Here's the truth, right? You may be here today. You, you're like, yeah, I believe, you know, Jesus lived, but I don't believe Jesus still lives. Or I don't believe that Jesus is God or wherever you're at. Maybe you're an atheist and you're here today. You're welcome. We're glad that you're here. You don't have to be just like this to be loved by us. I love that. It's beautiful. It makes me want to go, wow, this is beautiful. You don't have to be like this to be loved by us. We're going to love you because you're made the image of our creator. And we're going to love you. You don't have to look like us, talk like that. We're going to love you because he loves you. And that's some proof that he loves you. Right? And so maybe you're here today and you're like, man, I just, you're totally disconnected from the God thing, the church thing. Church thing. And the reason why you're here, actually, is someone twisted your arm. And you're like, mercy. Okay, enough already. You've been getting that invite card. You're like, I promise I'll call you. like, Lord, not today. And then, you know. Yesterday is today, 
and, and you're like, okay, what I told you I would do tomorrow is now today, and yesterday is gone, so today I'm going to do what I said I would do yesterday, tomorrow. So you with me? So you're just going to do this thing, and I'm going to go, and so you showed up today, and you're a little nervous, you're not sure of this whole thing. We're just glad that you're here. Jesus had people surrounding him. In fact, his own family, this is true, he had a, a brother that did not even believe he was who he said he was until after the resurrection. His own brother, growing up with his own brother, didn't he believe. So it's okay to come with questions. You feel me today? It's okay to come with doubts. That's okay. But God wants you to belong in community. Community is so important. I'm going to read a couple verses. Really don't have too much of a long message today, but I'm going to read a couple verses and, and hopefully illustrate um, something here in just a minute. My, uh, the text today is found in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes is where we're at, chapter 4. I want to read a couple verses. We'll start in verse 9 and read from the message. The Bible says this, It's better to have a partner than go it alone. And if you are married, all God's people said, Amen. Amen. My wife's been gone. She left Thursday morning, 5.30. And um, she's coming back tonight. I'm counting down the minutes. Y'all pray for me. Got a little house to clean between now and then. <laughs> a couple dishes to wash. Y'all pray for me. I ain't kidding. <laughs> she's coming home. She's flying in at 8 o'clock, driving from Panama City. she would be in about 10 o'clock. I'm just telling you, man, when mom was gone, Lord, Jesus, be near. I need you, Jesus. Just reminds me how much I need his help. She's such a blessing in my life. And if you're married, you know what I'm talking about. It's better to have a partner than go it alone. The Bible says better married than to burn. Kind of like that one too, right? Share the work. I like this. Share the wealth. And if one falls down, the other helps. But if there's no one to help, tough. It's tough. You've been alone. You've been alone. You ever fallen? Forgive me, but you know, you ever fallen and you couldn't get up? You just felt like, man, I, I can't get out of this rut that I'm in. Now you fill in the blank for whatever that rut looked like. You were like a hamster on a wheel, man. You were running, running as fast as you could. It was spinning, spinning, spinning. You couldn't get off that rut. There was no one there to help you. That's tough. You're going through divorce. You had no one around you to encourage you. I mean, as if that wasn't hell enough. You had no one there to walk with you, to encourage you, to pray for you. That was tough. You ever lost a loved one? Hopefully you had people around you praying for you and you sensed heaven. There was this grace and this peace. Like you're like, I don't know why, but I feel some type of peace. I can't explain it. It's weird because I love that person, but I just feel helped. Because of people around you. The Bible says two in a bed warm each other. Jade last night, I'm putting the kids to bed, and I knew it was coming. You see, Jade saw this commercial, um, Frank and Weenie, I think was the movie, came out. And uh, he saw this commercial, man. I'm telling you, man, that scared the mess out of him. I took him to watch a movie. We're in the movie theater, and um, that, you know, Right before the movie, man, that thing came on, and dude, he, he looked like he'd seen Casper the Ghost, dude. He was white as a sheep. He looked at me, you know, ever since then, man. The dark, yeah, not so much, you know? And so I'm getting ready to put him in bed last night, and he's looking at me, and his eyes are like this. 
And I said, I said, Jay, go ahead and get in bed. Y'all, y'all go ahead and get in bed and start doing this rocking thing. And he said, uh, 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 Dad, um, 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 do, do you mind if we sleep with you tonight? And uh, I said, yes, you can do it. Because you had courage, man. I'm proud of you for asking that. Get in bed. You sleep like 20 seconds, you know? I'd push him over all night, you know? It was a king size and he was taking over that day, man. Second grader kicking me out of bed. But two, keep that bed a little bit warmer than one. The Bible says alone you shiver all night. By yourself you're unprotected. With a friend you can face the worst. My buddy Steve, I know I shared this before, just share it again, but my buddy Steve Grillico, Steve and I, good friends, and I used to have a, a lawn business. We moved to Atlanta, I started something called Ping in the Grass. And the line was, uh, my last name's Payne, the, the line was, uh, we're in it, so you don't have to be. And uh, one day, Steve and Amy, Steph and I were driving in the car before I moved, and I said, man, I want to start a business, but you know how Chick-fil-A is so creative with their marketing? I want something, and, and Steve, man, I went a minute into it, and Steve was like, man, Payne in the Grass! I was like, dude, that's awesome! And so, man, when Payne in the Grass took off, I told him I was going to hook him up. I was like, I'm going to hook a brother up. And so I flew us out to New York City, and he's a big Yankees fan, and he had never been to the old stadium, and so I flew us out there for two games. One got canceled, rained out, still haven't got over that one, but they played Boston Red Sox, and uh, it was really cool, man, flying into New York City at night, and all of a sudden it was so bright, it was nuts, it was cool, but we went there, and one night we stayed up all night, man, we, uh, his cousin was showing us around the city, and, and I just felt safe, because Steve Grillick was, what, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, you know, his pretty big, strong guy, and uh, I just thought, while we're sitting there, I thought, man, I got so much peace, you know, there's some shady people on that thing at 2 a.m., you know, we're riding the subway, and but I wasn't afraid at all, man, you know, I, I knew I could jump behind Steve in a second or two, man, it wouldn't take me long, but I remember having the thought, what if this was just me on this train at 2 a.m., I probably wouldn't feel so confident, because I'm not 6'7", working out, but I don't look anything like Steve, man. You know, two's better than one. We're better together. The Bible says this. I love it. By yourself, you're unprotected with a friend. You can face the worst. How many have ever faced the worst? Thank God you face the worst, but you faced it with a friend. Would you raise your hand? Just a little, little shout out. Say, man, I had someone there. I had someone. Can you round up a third? Because a three-stranded rope is not easily snapped. Now, Let's put our hands together because we just heard the word of the Lord and now we want to live the word of the Lord. So would you put your hands together? We are blessed people. You know, in China, people ride 14 hours or they walk 14 hours to sit on a, on a hard floor for two days just to hear the word of the Lord. In America, we have average household has almost three Bibles per household. And if we're not careful, it's easy to take the word of the Lord for granted because we got Christian radio, we got Christian bookstores, we got Christian t-shirts, we got Christian everything, you know? I mean, we got all, you know, and so we don't want to take it for granted. We always want to be thankful and be excited to not only hear the word of the Lord, but the Bible says to be a doer of the word of the Lord. So that's the message today. I just want to illustrate something real quick, and I think we'll probably uh, get up out of here if that's all right with you guys. Um, some things are just better together, man. I love colors. Colors are awesome. You know, one color is really cool, but you put a bunch together, and you see a rainbow. Um, 
you know, and you see all the colors in a rainbow, and you're like, man, that's just so beautiful. I never forget the night we were loaded, uh, loading up in Tampa, Florida, and it, it kind of was bittersweet. It was really sweet because we were moving into God's direction for our lives. God had clearly spoken, but it was really bitter because we knew, um, we knew, uh, man, we're leaving our friends, leaving our community where we were, and leaving our house, you know, and our neighbors, man, we had really, we lived there for um, almost four, four years, I guess, right? Yeah, right, four years. We had really turned our neighborhood into a mission field, or we didn't turn it into, it was a mission field, and we just asked God to use us, and there were people that we had sown into, we had watched come to church and give their life to Jesus, and so just the whole thinking about leaving that, to be honest with you, was really overwhelming. But I'll never forget the, the last night we spent in that house. I, I'll never forget going outside and in front of, as I walked out the double doors, I walked out and I, I looked. And it was a really just cool memory for me because our front yard, backyard, we had water in it. And that was really cool. And, and in our front yard, whenever the space shuttle used to take off, you could see it. You could see it. It was beautiful right there in our front yard. You could see it clear, plain as day. Um, it was just incredible. And so I stood outside and I thought, you know what? It was kind of sprinkling a little bit. And I thought, man, I don't care. I'm going to get wet. I'm going to stand out here. And I'm just going to just gonna slow down. I'm just going to take it in. I'm going to kind of take a mental picture. And I'm just going to thank God for allowing me to live here. Never, never dreamed we'd live in a house that nice. Never thought that we'd be able to reach neighbors like God blessed us to. And I just went out there just to... Just to praise God, just to thank Him. And I never forget that I opened my eyes, went out there, closed them, and I opened my eyes, and when I looked up, I saw a double rainbow. Double rainbow. And it reminded me of God's promise. That's what the rainbow is, if you don't know it. The rainbow was found in the book of Genesis. The meaning behind the rainbow is that God saw the earth and it was so corrupt and so violent and so wicked. The Bible says that God had enough and he flooded the horror. He saved Noah and his family and the animals. That's really cool. Thank God Noah wasn't alone. We wouldn't be here. But he put his family with him, put his three sons and his wife, put the animals so that they could multiply and have animals today. The Bible said that God said, man, two animals will come together. You don't have to go round them up. They'll come together, a male and a female, so they could reproduce and they would get into the ark. They, they did it. And I used to think as a kid that Noah had to do that. He had to go round them all up. I'm like, man, he must have been bone tired. That's a long day. But the Bible says the animals actually just came together and started loading up in that boat. I just believe that because that's what the Bible says. So I believe it. And so they're all up in there and they have a community together. They're doing life together. They're in the worst storm ever. 40 days, 40 nights. The Bible says water was 20 feet higher than the highest mountain. It literally killed everything. But there was community together because of the storm. And then the Bible says that that community went out and multiplied. And the Bible says God painted a rainbow in the sky, all these colors, beautiful, together, to remind him that he would never destroy the whole earth, the whole earth at one time rainbow is significant of God's promise. Amen. I love that. That's what the rainbow is. And a rainbow is beautiful. You look at all the colors in a rainbow and just think, man, it's definitely better together. 
But there's some other things that I love that, that are better together. And, you know, Super Bowl Sunday is coming up next week. And so I just got some Super Bowl items right here. And the fast is over. So if you just want to meet me behind these curtains afterwards, we can just go ahead and take care of this stuff right here. I think we throw it away. But I, I love Tostitos, man. I love the scoops, you know. I love the scoops. Um, when my wife and I started dating, I'd never seen someone put that much cheese on a chip before, you know. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. I'm going to try that, you know. Like, she totally immersed that thing, man. I'm like, yeah. And then when they came out with these, I was like, brilliant, man. You can get, like, a whole tablespoon of um, cheese on that thing or, or uh, you know, whatever. And uh, I don't just dip it in there, man. I'm like, smother, cover. I want all of that. Thank you very much. And I don't know about you, but Monterey Jack, just one of my favorites right here. It's some good stuff. It's good cold. It's really good hot. And these two things... They're better together. That's what I'm talking about. I love milk. Milk does the body good. I'm a milk kind of guy. I don't do the 1%. I don't, I don't do the 2%, the 1%, the 3%, the 4%. You take that percentage up out of here. Give me the fat. I want the vitamin D right there. I'm going to be in the gym, so just go ahead and give me the thick stuff. That's what I like right there. And um, other stuff just tastes weird, you know? You know, I love milk. White milk's great. Chocolate milk's even better. Holy cow. I didn't bring it because I would be up here mixing it and drinking it and forgetting about the message. But, you know, I love chocolate chip cookies. And there's not, there's not much better than Chips Ahoy chunky chocolate chip cookies. I mean, they don't just say chocolate. They say chunky. I'm like, I want some of that right there. Thank you very much. And, and these are good. You know, these are good. But, man, your mouth get a little dry without this. But you got this and you got this. You just go ahead and take this and you kind of dip it in this because these two things are a little bit better together. You with me? Oh, no. Now, I grew up with peanut butter and jelly. I like some peanut butter and jelly. My kids are weird. They're like, peanut butter and jelly, what's that? I'm like, what's that? Are you kidding me? They're like, we want some McDonald's nuggets. Like, that stuff not even real, man. That's blue. <laughs> and so my favorite peanut butter, ain't gonna lie, is just Peter Pan Crunchy. They got the creamy. They had the kind with the honey in it. But give me the crunchy. I like the peanuts in it. I'm sorry if you're allergic. won't come near. But this stuff is absolutely amazing. It's sweet. You take a spoon. Just eat it all day. You know what I'm saying? I got some good protein out of there. And that's good. But, man, it's nothing like peanut butter and jelly. Now, jelly's awesome. But, you know, I just, I like smuckers. I don't know about you. I, someone ruined me one time because I used to eat the cheap stuff, you know. And then all of a sudden I had smuckers. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I just had smuckers. I'm not going back to the 49 cents, you know, partial jelly, parcel. Partial uh, so these some bunch of junk. I'm like, give me the, give me the uh, simply fruit right there. Yes, I'll, I'll pay two dollars for that, and I'll just tell nobody about it. And I'll just get some peanut butter and jelly, and I just smile, because this stuff is better to get, better to get. Now, you got a spoon when you came up in here. You made me wonder why. I want to tell you, this food is fun, man. You can do some fun stuff with this. You can take a little spit wad, you put it on there, you can hold it, you can flick it. We had friends, we had a couple of friends um, come here a good night a month ago, sometime in November when we started the, the series about the blessed life. They sat on the front row. We went to Peg Lake Pete's afterwards. No, 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 Saturday night. We went to Peg Lake Pete's. They came in Saturday night. We had Peg Lake Pete's. They got some teenage daughters. 
They're with our kids. That was like purgatory, you know, because they were wound up and excited. They were babysitting. And we're at the adult table. Thank God for the adult table. And we're at the adult table. We're having fun. And man, Tim and Kristen are awesome people. And I took the straw. It kind of works like a spoon. I took the straw. I took a little little uh, ice cube, man, put it in there. And I remember seeing this couple over here. They look very distinguished. And they're looking at me like, you're not distinguished. Because I think I know what you're fixing to do. And you should be doing that up in here. But I went ahead and did it up in there because I thought it'd be fun. And so I took it. And a couple, a table went Man, I nailed it right there. It was perfect. I was proud of myself. It was a clean shot. I just nailed her. And uh, you do that, you take a little, oh, yeah, right there. If I had one, I'd shoot it out there. But but you can use the spoon for more than that. In fact, the peanut butter is cool, but it's not as good as ice cream. And so today, today we got a little blue bell ice cream up in here. And so y'all are coming And the host are coming. They got pass out some blue bell ice cream. So we got some chocolate. We got some vanilla. I hope. I hope you like either or, because if you're sugar, I didn't get any sugar, and I'm sorry. I just got chocolate or vanilla. But you just go ahead and get that ice cream and open that up and just say thank you, Lord, and go ahead and eat some Blue Bell ice cream up in here today. Yeah. You're welcome. And if you've been not eating any food for 21 days, our restrooms are located right over here.